Hello and welcome back to The Last Slice of Pizza. I am your host, James, and today we are going over the episode Every Dog Has His Day. So we begin with a spaceship flying through the air with some classic space music. Like, if you were to hear it, you might think space. Or at least 50s space. I don't know. Classic space music. So it flies over Jump City, and some dogs bark at it. It crashes into the mountains, and out emerges a green dog who licks the screen to transition to the opening. And that's it before the opening, but... You know, you you can already tell where this is going. (laughs) So anyway, um, the next day, because that happened at night, the next day... Day, Cyborg is working on his car when Beast Boy infiltrates as a lizard. He plops on the Cyborg, startling him and causing him to fall. Beast Boy unmorphs and lightly apologizes. He offers help, but Cyborg says he's fine on his own. Also, he begins to warn about some of the tools that he uses, but Beast Boy gets intrigued by one and sets off the blowtorch. After singeing the area slightly, Cyborg calmly yet firmly asks him to leave, which he does. Robin is outside practicing his technique on some dummies when Beast Boy gets in the way and gets hit. Robin apologizes and helps him up, and Beast Boy asks if he wants a training buddy. Robin says that this is kind of a solo thing, and Beast Boy is like, that's cool, and leaves. In Raven's room, Starfire and Raven are attempting a seance, I think. So, Raven is chanting, and then Starfire asks about the spirit world, and Raven says that it usually doesn't take so long to contact, which makes me think this was a request from Starfire to contact a dead person from Tamaran, because Raven would be more familiar with, like, the earthly realm. So... A dead Tamaranian might be a bit much, but either way, Beast Boy interrupts with a proposition. He says if he can eat 29 pounds of tofu in under an hour, he'll have a world record. He asks them to be witnesses, but they reject the offer. So then Beast Boy backs out. He then calls out to everyone in vain that he's leaving and asks if anyone wants to join him. When the answer comes up as no, obviously, uh, he goes out by himself saying that, you know, he'll have a good time. But then we see him moping around the city, hoping someone will want to hang out with him. He then sees some girls at the pizza place and goes to make his move. He then asks them if he wants to ride on his moped. They say, you have a moped? And he answers, no, but I'm saving up which by itself is already hilariously pathetic but then he slips his hand on their pizza and crashes into their drink which uh the pitcher plops onto his head the girls laugh not upset that their pizza and soda was ruined but leave they just laugh because that was just hilarious So, Beast Boy mopes some more. He then sees the girls getting chummy with the dogs and says, Lucky dog, I wish I was that. And then he remembers he can turn into a dog and does so. He walks up to them, 
but the girls are shocked that the dog is green and also smells like old pizza. I'm beginning to wonder if that was their table in the first place. That was a whole pizza and a full pitcher of soda. If that was old, I'm not entirely sure what was going on. Or maybe it's old just because it's like three seconds and that's the joke. Who knows? So Dog Beast Boy mopes off. Meanwhile, the other green dog we saw is a dumpster diving and chews on a boot when a different spaceship comes up and tries to beam them up, but they run off. The Titans are alerted to the disturbance and Starfire asks where Beast Boy is, but Robin says they have no time to find out and go. So Dog Beast Boy is wandering around and uh, the other green dog rushes in and crashes into him. They are surprised by each other and then the spaceship comes up. The other dog gets away while Beast Boy gets beamed up, but his communicator gets left behind. So in the spaceship, Beast Boy Dog wakes up with a collar on him, and there's a voice saying, Bad dog, you should not try to leave this ship. Beast Boy changes back and asks, You sure you got the right dog? So meanwhile, at the Zap site, the others are investigating it. Raven says witnesses say that it was some kind of flying saucer. The ship wasn't a saucer. It looked more like like a ship. But I understand like the the meaning. It, it's just it's a ship that was not of this world, which you know flying saucers. But also, it is it is a point of contention. I I do have to. It's. Anyway, Cyborg says that he can't pick up any sort of trace. Robin says that it left behind this blast mark, but what was blasted? Starfire notices and picks up Beast Boy's communicator and worries he's been zapped. Just then, the other green dog tackles Raven and begins licking her. Raven comments, I think he's just fine. The others celebrate that Beast Boy is fine, and when they ask him stuff, he doesn't change back and tackles Raven again. They wonder if he's alright, and Cyborg tries to scan him to see if everything's alright. The dog, who we know is not Beast Boy at this point, but the Titans don't know, runs off after a car, and the Titans chase him. So they lose the dog, but notice that they bit off the entire bumper of the car. Robin then instructs them to split up. We then go to a montage that takes all day, by the way, of the Titans chasing the dog, but the dog getting into antics to some weird upbeat music. Uh, so the dog keeps tackling Raven, and keeps evading Robin, at one point even jumping off a building but hiding in the architecture. Uh, pees on Cyborg because he thinks he's a fire hydrant, and steals Starfire's shoe. Starfire hops to retrieve it, but she can fly. So this is just like a comedy. This is just a big ol' let's have fun. This is just, you know, jokes. So they corner him in an alley and carefully approach. Robin says, we don't want to hurt him. And Raven says, speak for yourself. Starfire comments on the smell, and Cyborg has to explain 
the ordeal that happened with him and the dog. So the dog pops out of a trash can, burps the bumper, stretches his tongue to lick Graven in the face again, and then breaks apart and comes together going through a sewer grate. The Titans come to the conclusion that maybe that's not Beast Boy. But then, where is Beast Boy? So on the ship, Beast Boy is saying to the alien that he is not his dog. The alien, who looks like a stone head in an orange spacesuit and is named Soto, thinks Beast Boy is funny. Beast Boy transforms into a lynx and attacks, but Soto presses a button on his remote to shorten the leash Beast Boy is on. Beast Boy tries to change into all sorts of animals to break free, but can't, much to Soto's amusement. When Beast Boy tries to break out as a pterodactyl, Soto hugs Beast Boy, who changes back and says that he's better than his dog. He sits Beast Boy down on a cushion and offers him food, and Beast Boy's like, okay. And Soto wonders if Beast Boy can change into any pet, and Beast Boy's like, well, I don't like to brag. So Soto asks that he change, and Beast Boy makes a deal with him, saying that if he does, he will be let go. Soto nods, and Beast Boy changes. Soto wants more changes, but Beast Boy wants to be free. Soto presses his other button on the remote, which administers a shock, and Beast Boy changes. Soto keeps shocking, and Beast Boy keeps changing. When Beast Boy stops and yells at him, Soto cries and intimidates him back, and Beast Boy has nothing because he is literally on a leash. So Soto cheers up and goes to the front of the ship to begin takeoff to home on the far side of the galaxy, and Beast Boy uh, gets really nervous about this. So Soto's ship is also controlled by what looks like to be baby toys? So I think it's implied that Soto is a baby or a toddler of his species. So then you cut back to the sewers where Robin, Raven, and Starfire are chasing the dog to lead him to Cyborg who tries capturing him but can't due to the breaking apart power that the dog has. Cyborg asks, remind me why we're doing this again? They explain that the dog is an alien, and so are UFOs, or flying saucers, or whatever. Uh, they believe the dog is related in some way to Beast Boy's disappearance, so they need to capture him to find the answers they need. They wonder what they could do, and Cyborg thinks to use bait. They all look at Raven, who's like, what? So out on the street, the dog is being a dog. When Raven comes up and is like, here, doggy, doggy, and the dog uh, gets hearts in his eyes and goes to tackle her. However, Starfire places a dog-sized hamster ball in front of him. The dog slides in. Robin closes it. The dog can't escape. And Cyborg brags about his creation. So now that they have the dog, they uh, theorize on how they can use it to help uh, find Beast Boy. And at one point, Starfire suggests Raven use her telepathy on it, but Raven says, I'm still trying to get his rule off my face. I'm not letting him near my mind. The dog then speaks and says that he could probably help. The Titans are shocked by this, and the dog offers to help and says he probably knows where Beast Boy is, 
And then when asked why he didn't reveal this information sooner, the dog admits, I was just having too much fun. This is an absolute farce of an episode. This is, this is as Teen Titans go as the original series gets. It is amazing. It is like just a farce from beginning to end. So, um, speaking of, uh, you may have noticed that I've not really brought up Teen Titans Go all too often, and that's just because, you know, that's not really what this podcast is about. It's about the original series, and if I were to bring up Teen Titans Go, like, every five minutes... That that wouldn't be in the heart of the show. That would just be, you know... Whatever. I'd be talking about something else. And also, I do like Teen Titans Go as a show. Like, not as much as, like, the original. But, like, it's fine on its own. And, you know... Like, really fun. It's just It's just a different flavor... Really is is what I'm getting at. Like th- this show is like the original show is like a like a mint chocolate chip, whereas like you know Teen Titans Go is like vanilla with like chocolate fudge and sprinkles on it. Like both are good, but both are like very different flavors. That's what I'm getting at, and uh, you know that just I had to explain that. Anyway, at the ship, Beast Boy is trying to break free while Soto is getting ready for takeoff. They start to leave, and Beast Boy is resigned to his fate as a pet, but the ship starts moving downwards. Soto throws a fit and wants to go up, not down. Outside, we see Starfire pushing the ship down herself. Soto flips some switches, and the ship starts ascending again. However, Raven uses her powers, and Robin uses his grappling hook to bring him down. When on the ground, Raven opens the door and Soto comes out saying that Beast Boy is his pet now. The Titans stake their claim and Soto jumps up. Robin says, Titans go, but get knocked back anyway. He could have just not said that and they would have dodged, but whatever. This is a farce. This, uh, this whole episode is just joke after joke. It's, it's a complete farce, a comedy so, rule of funny prevails. So, Soto tries to rush Robin, but Robin dodges his attacks, and he unleashes some stun bombs on Soto, which dizzy him. Starfire and Cyborg come in and start blasting at Soto, but Soto picks up a rock and blocks it. He then rushes the three and smashes them, and they turn into bowling pins, and Soto's gotten a strike. So, Raven tries to sneak aboard to free Beast Boy, but Soto blocks her. She tries to use a tree to smash him, like, she picks it up with her powers and, like, smash him, but he catches it and uses it to fight back. Uh, Cyborg tackles Raven before the tree can hit her, and then Soto keeps swinging, and Cyborg asks, Why couldn't you have just given him a laser cannon? So, uh, Starfire flies Robin, who uses his bird orangs, which I remember is the correct name for those things, to cut the trees down. <laughs> Once the tree is cut, Soto throws a tantrum, causing confusion among the titans. So the Titans begin to assault him again, and Raven takes away his stump. 
Robin tries some combat moves, but to no avail. Soto thunderclaps him away. Cyborg goes in for a punch, but Soto blocks it. Starfire uh, tries to blast him again, but Soto throws uh, Cyborg at her, causing them both to crash. Robin surmises that they've thrown everything they have at him, and it's still not enough, and that they need more. And then just then, Beast Boy charges out as an elephant, ramming Soto. He changes back and says, You rang? Soto tries to shock Beast Boy, but finds that he can't. Uh, I will take this time now to say that this fight is set to some really good music, and also, it's really well choreographed, too. Like, I mean, all the all the fights are really well done, but, like, this one, like, especially, like, this is, like, one of the better ones, like, like, I mean, the last episode is some, like, really good choreography. I think it's just, like, getting better. Like, this is just a really good fight overall. Even if it is in a, uh, in a comedy of errors. So, uh, when Soto realizes that he can't shock Beast Boy, he goes pale while Beast Boy turns into a T-Rex and launches him into the sky. He flies up as a pterodactyl and then Meteor smashes him as a kangaroo. Cyborg and Starfire hit him on the way down, and then Starfire teams up with Raven to blast him to the ground. Soto cries, but Soto's dog puts the collar on him and says, Sit. Stay. Good boy. Soto is excited to see that the dog has returned, but the dog says that he's only here for his squeaky toys and has no interest in being his pet. Soto offers to be the pet and acts like a dog for the dog. The Titans uh, are weirded out, and then Soto licks the dog, and then Raven's like, better him than me. So then Soto and the dog leave. The Titans celebrate Beast Boy's return and say they've missed him. They offer to do the things that they pushed him away on initially, but then when Starfire suggests watching him eat a large amount of tofu, Raven's like, why don't we just go get pizza instead? So the others go, but Beast Boy stays behind and says, If it's all right for you, I've had enough attention for one day, and goes home. And that is the end of the episode. So as I've been saying, this episode is just bonkers. It is like Looney Tunes. It is nuts. It's just meant to be stupid and fun, and it does the job well. It is just really really funny and fun and you know sometimes you gotta lean into that as well however there are some things i wish to talk about but can't because i don't go into future episodes there's some level of groundwork for future episodes this provides but i can't go into it quite yet but by itself it's still really good it is a really good episode would I say it's among my favorites? No, but it's still really good. And honestly, I think that's all I have to say about this episode. So that will do it for this episode of The Last Slice of Pizza. I want to say thank you again to The Unknown King for the use of our theme song. Be sure to leave your comments and reviews on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go. 
when um they get hit by a ufo or flying saucer or otherwise you know a different kind of spaceship and be sure to tune in next time when we look into the episode terra i will see you then